Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. Father, thank you for another Sunday in your presence as we come before your throne of grace. We ask that you will be with us, speak to us, help us. In Jesus' name, amen. I want you to find your Bible. Let's make our confession. Every Sunday we make this confession and it's working on us. Hallelujah. You want to say, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I'll be taught the word of God. will never be the same. Never, never, never. will never be the same. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Take your seat. Hallelujah. Amen. Today I'm going to give you even more benefits of the Bible. I don't know what you want me to say again. <laughs> it's true. Amen. He won't mind his own business. He's talking to somebody else's matter. The person who's talking right is not mind himself. He's telling somebody that. Hallelujah. Okay, I just want to give you a few more reasons. You see, I think that God in his wisdom... He knows that we are not invisible people. We are human beings with needs. And when we are a lot together, we can easily not see each other. But when you become a bona fide member of a basenta, you are a member of something that will take care of you and that will also give you an opportunity to take care of others. Hallelujah. Are you with me? And I need to stress on it because there is a new breed of Christian who says that I don't want anybody to know me. I don't want anyone to know me. And you see, I'm some of these church people, the way that church people are, if the church people are somewhere, they are somewhere because you are inside the church. That's normal human being. Hello? Normal human being. Please ask your neighbor, why are you complaining? And you see, as for me, when I come to the church, I don't want anybody to know you. That's why you are known by the devils outside. It's inside church that you don't want to be known, but you want to be known outside. It describes what is in you. And it describes who is in you. And it describes who is leading you. If we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. The sign of your Christianity is fellowship. And you will discover that when you begin to live in sin, that's when you start dodging. Because there are things you don't want people to see or know. Can you push your neighbor and say, I hope it's not you that they are dialing your number? Hallelujah. 
Now, one of the reasons why you must be in a birth center, or not a reason, or a benefit, is that you have the opportunity to be faithful in a little thing. And that, that faithfulness in the little thing is the reason why you will have larger things in future. Hallelujah. Eba Center, it gives you an opportunity to do something little. But when you are faithful with that little, that's when it becomes something much. Matthew 25. This is the parable of the talents. The Lord said, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make you the ruler over many things. Are you seeing it? Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. And he says the same thing in verse 23. Because he was talking to two people who had been given different things. One had been given five, the other had been given two. But both of them had been faithful with it. And the consequence of having been faithful with little was receiving more. So when you are in the basenta, and then they say, this basenta, we want to have a choir of a few people. And you just bring yourself, two of you, you are the choir. But faithfully and diligently, every basenta meeting, you are there, leading the one or two worship songs because the Bacenta meetings are very short. They are not long. And you are there. You are leading it. And you are singing. Am I talking to somebody in the house? And you are singing. And you are singing faithfully. That is what God will look under. When I just gave you two little things to look at, to look after. Oh, you have looked after it well. Come and collect this other bit. Come and collect this other bit. Hallelujah. There are some people who think that in this life, everything that we have, it is hard work. Let me talk to you. Hard work has its place in life. And the Bible says that he who does not work shall not eat. <laughs> but remember that it is part of the curse upon our lives. That by the sweat of our brow we shall eat bread. How can you base all the blessings of your life upon a curse, the fulfillment of a curse. A time comes, if you really want to do well, it's not by hard work. Recently, somebody was telling me, and so, yeah, by hard work, it will answer all. I told them, if hard work answers all, then Ghana families, they will be the richest people on earth. The work that they work in, it is not a joke in this life. Have you ever also tried to follow a kayao before? Have you tried it before? Hard work. Really hard work. If it was hard work alone, then they should be wealthier than all of us. The sweating that they sweat a day, you have not sweated like that the whole week. Hmm. Wish your neighbor and say they are talking to you. But it's not, I'm not, so I'm not saying this to despise hard work, but what I'm saying to you is that to be truly prosperous in this world, it is not just hard work. The things and the rules and the laws of God also come into play. And one of his rules and laws is that when you are given a small thing, if you will handle it well, larger things will be given to you. That's one of his rules. So when you are there, you say hard work, but you are not faithful with what someone has given to you. And many of us are like that. We will do our own work properly. 
by something that has been given to us to look after. But center leader, today you meet, tomorrow you tell them I cannot come. Hmm. You have been just given just five people. Look over the five people. You don't know where the five people live. Hello? When rain came, you didn't know that water entered your member's house. It's because of a kind of looking after. You are not faithful. And you see, Pastor, it's not me. It's how the people are. It's how the people are. Really? It's how you are. That's why they don't talk to you. Many times I get texts and I ask, who is the Bacenta leader of this person? Where were you sitting and this calamity fell on your Bacenta leader? That the person has now texted me somewhere. Because he's looking, the help is not coming from you. Hmm. Let's look at somebody who was very faithful with little. David was somebody who was looking after his father's sheep. That's where he was and he looked after them diligently. Let's look at 1 Samuel chapter 17 and we can begin from verse 34. Here he was describing his work. And he said, Thy servant kept his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by the beard and smote him and slew him. That's his account of himself as a shepherd. There are many. When something rises up, you just leave. You just walk away. Hmm. My man, I am blasting us this morning. I am not blasting you. I am just making a point. <laughs> if you feel blasted, <clears throat> then it's you. Are you in the church? <laughs> Amen. But I am sharing with you about somebody who had a few sheep. In fact, when he went to look for his brothers, his big brother asked him in verse 28 of that same chapter 17, with whom did you leave those few sheep? You see, the brother even despised him because his sheep were few. He, but those few sheep, he respected them. When his father sent him, he didn't just abandon them and leave them somewhere. There are some of us, when we are even traveling, you just leave the sheep and go. In verse 20, the Bible says that David was up at the crack of dawn. He woke up very early. Are you there? And he had arranged for somebody to take care of those sheep. He didn't say that, my father has sent me, so I'm leaving them. And just walk away and leave them. When you are going, do your people know where you are going? They don't need to know what you are going to do. But do you even cry? Who do you leave them with? Hey. Amen. Not knowing that all the while that he was doing the practice with running after lion to collect his lamb. He didn't just leave it and say, hey, I don't want them to eat me or scratch me. Charlie, this lamb, they should go and eat. Wait for it. A bear, he went to collect it. Yeah. That's why some of you, when you start to go to dangerous places, we come for you. Yeah. Uh, tell your neighbor, this year, don't go to any dangerous place. Eh? Because before you are where I've come for you. Mm. <laughs> What's report all week? If you are a man, go. If you are a girl, go. You'll be there when we'll come for you. So if you don't like embarrassment, be cool. Hey! <laughs> Are you in the church? 
So, he was practicing. And that was why when his Goliath came, there are times when God brings something into your life. You don't know that that thing that looks like a great problem is actually what he will use to turn your life around. David was an obscure shepherd boy running after the things that are coming to pick his sheep away. Not knowing, lo and behold, that a Goliath was waiting for him. And every day Goliath was a giant and he would challenge the armies of Saul. Every day they were running back. Every day they were running back. Until the day that David got there. And David heard the man boasting. And he said, ah, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Who has risen up to defy the armies of the living God? I will go and face him. And when Saul protested, Saul said, look, this man has been a warrior for a long time. You are just a boy. That was when David came and said, I had those a few sheep. When the bear came for him, I chased him. I collected my lamb. And when he turned against me, I held him by his beard. Whose beard have you been holding? And I slew him. And when a lion came, I chased it and collected my lamb. And when it turned against me, I slew him. And he said, this Philistine, this Goliath shall be like one of them shall be like one of them. I said, shall be like one of them. And that's when he got up and he slaughtered Goliath and that was the beginning of, he, he came totally out of obscurity. Do you understand what obscurity is? You are there, nobody knows you, nobody sees you. In fact, when they even sent to go and uh, what, uh, anoint him in his father's house, God, one kind of hope that we have some one young man somewhere. And some of us are like that. They don't remember you when they are calling the big people in the family. <laughs> they don't remember. You don't have anything by your name. But I tell you, when you become faithful with those two or three sheep, two or three, it's Jesus who called us sheep. Yeah, don't be offended. If you're offended, please sort it out with the Lord. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. If he is your shepherd, you've got to be a sheep. Amen. He calls us, the Bible calls us the sheep of his pasture. Amen. Two or three people have been assigned to you. Take care of them. Know where they are. Help them in what they are doing. You are just minding your own business, helping them. Small, small. Trying to do your best. When the problem is above you, you bring it a little higher. Because of you, they are stable. Because of you, they are loving God. Not knowing God has seen you. And as he has seen you, that faithfulness becomes something he begins to think of rewarding. That faithfulness. Am I talking to somebody today? We started the ministry in the church in Tamale. They couldn't even call us by the correct name. When you go to meetings, they'll say, oh, those white chapel people are here. Now, white chapel was a shop for men's boxer shorts in underwear. <laughs> yeah. This call us White Chapel. Yeah. They used to forget that we are there. They say, ah, some new church has come to town. And we're just looking after the two or three or four sheep. The few sheep. Are you in the house? 
the few sheep in a part of the country nobody wanted to go there when they are ready they wake up, you'll be in your office, you get a call Charlie, they are fighting in the center of town oh, try and find your way home <laughs> you'll be trying to find your way home looking after your sheep sometimes some will fight they will come and look for you in the prisons, we were known very well in the prisons in the police headquarters there, because when you come there and you see that you are from Lighthouse your pastors will arrive that's what has our member done, you are smiling at me <laughs> Are you there? We don't bail you when they arrest you. We just visit you. <laughs> we, are, we inform you of family members to come and bail you, but we'll bring you soup. <laughs> we'll also bring you soap to bath. Every day we'll be visiting you. Are you there? When people were in the hospital, we'll visit you, sir. We had a certain watchman of the churchyard. He was called... My, father, my husband gave him that, num- that name, one man thousand. Because when the masons are working, he'll be doing some. Electrician is working, he's doing some. Carpenter is working, he's doing some. So we nicknamed him one man thousand. One man thousand was the caretaker of a neighbor place. Then that place became part of the churchyard. He used to sell weed to the young men around. But one man thousand gave his life to Christ and became a watchman. And he used to watch. When the boys who used to do their all night come, they come and say, Mommy, this guy group, no good, sleeping, sleeping. He reports them. As he aged, he got ill. And when he was ill and in the hospital, one man how he got visited. The nurse said, Which man has so many children in this world? He was only our caretaker. But that's how we took care of our sheep. When the women were ready to have a baby, we had a prayer team. Child, that will pray from the day you tell us you are pregnant till you're born. I'm talking about watching over our sheep. We didn't know that it would become something. And we didn't realize that they would grow. Today, they are 35-year-olds, 40-year-olds, 45-year-olds. That's why the chair you are sitting on, one of them bought it. Hmm. You'd have sat on the floor. <laughs> hey. But what's the point I'm making? The point that I'm making is that we're just trying to do our best. They didn't have money. Because some of you, that's the only thing that moves you. They also didn't have fame. Some of them didn't even look nice. I had some people, I had to teach them how to shave. And somehow to bath. how to take care of their home how to host people you are smiling at me but you don't know how to take care of anything I struggle more to find places to host guests in Kumasi than I struggle in Tumaftamali so stop making faces like that welcome you don't want to open your house to entertain anybody it's time to start to care about another person we had people who even come and say, oh, I've cleaned up my room, I've left it. You can put the guests there and they'd rather go and perch with their friend. But here where we have more things, you are busy guarding your things. You will become a center member or a center leader. And look after a few sheep. Yeah. Hey. Hmm. I'm talking to somebody. The time came when after looking after the few sheep, God gave David human beings 
the whole of Israel was for him. Today, even unbelievers know King David. They don't know King Rehoboam. They don't know King Ahasuerus. They don't know anybody. But David, there they know. Till today. Till when? Today. You too. It's those few sheep. Those few. If you are faithful with those few, that's when he will give you more. Are you in the house? When you see a choir of 200 people, you, won't get, you cannot be in the, the choir. Three people you say you will not do. Hey. Am I talking to some people? And as you look after them, number one, God's precious things are with you. He'll bless you because of them. Do you get it? He'll bless you because of them. There are times when I tell the Lord, like somebody comes to me with any, then I say, Lord, you see you. This small money, this person, you see, if you had made me a rich person, I'd have paid it all. I would have sorted it out for the person. Yeah. When God sees that he can trust you with faithfulness, sometimes he gives me money just to give it away. He said, just give it away. Oh, yeah. I can be sitting in my house. Go and pay that person school fees. He said, hey, but what happened if the, if the account is empty? Ah, but he brought the money, so what should I do? Yeah. Just be faithful with it. And he'll begin to bless you. You realize that he has to give you a good place to stay just because you take care of other people. I know this is your one room. You are tired, but you are there because you don't care for anybody. Hey. Hey. It's because you don't care for anybody. You made your soup one crab. You have been drinking the soup, sir. Drinking the soup, sir. You take the crab up. Then you put it back inside because you don't share with anybody. But when you have a basset of those two, three people, I said, Charlie, this, this child is hungry. Child is hungry. Come and take my half kinky. And let, I'm sharing this with you. Then God will see that I had better increase the, the, the fufu in the house. And they have been eating. Last week it was bat. Just one bat. Last two weeks it was one crab. I have to do something about the meat in the fufu. You see that God will begin to bless you. I said, God will begin to bless you. Soon, blessings are coming your way. He will increase the size of your house because you need a bigger place to take care of the people he's sending your way. All of a sudden, you see that your money is not finishing. You are using it, but it's not finishing. Because you went to pay some 25 CDs, nose drop, uh, what, nasal drops for this guy. He returned it. That's for him when he's doing his thing, it's my multiplication. 25 cities, it became 250. Uh-huh. He went to help this one with something. He will increase it. Believe him. Test him. Check him out. And see whether it is true or not. Stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet. One of the things that you will learn in the Basenta is how to pray. Yeah. If you are here, if I come and put you up here to pray, it will be a disaster. But in your basenta, you'll be learning how to pray. This afternoon, start to pray. Pray for yourself that God will touch your heart and will help you to be a basenta member, a basenta leader, to be part of what is going on in the church. And most of all, to be faithful with what he has given to you. Some of you, you struggle to come to church faithfully because you are helping nobody. So just how to bring yourself right is a problem for you. 
but as you help others, you become faithful yourself. Lift your voice and begin to pray. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice and begin to pray in this afternoon. Help me, Lord. Help me to be faithful in the little. Help me to be faithful in the little that you have given to me. Help me to be faithful in the little, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, cause us to be faithful. Cause us to be faithful with the little that you've given to us. Jesus. And as we are faithful, increase it to the much, as you have said. May we also come out of obscurity in the name of Jesus. Because you are no man's debtor. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for this past month and a half as we have spoken about the Bacentes. I pray that, Lord, it will go throughout our church, that each and every one of us will belong to a Bacenta and will do our best there. We'll win souls there. We'll preach there. We'll pray there. We'll take care of each other there. We'll love one another there. We'll have our, celebrate our birthdays there. We'll celebrate our namings. We'll celebrate different things, Lord. When our children are going to school, we'll bless them in the Bacenta as they go. When they return, we'll receive them with blessings. I pray, oh God, that only good things will happen in the Bacentas, Lord. We thank you so much for giving us each other to fellowship with in the mighty name of Jesus. And as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, if you are here this afternoon and you've not given your life to Christ, to Jesus, that is where it all begins. You are here, you want to receive him as your Lord and Savior. That's the beginning of your faithfulness towards him. I want to invite you. I want to pray with you. You are here saying, I, I, I feel that all is not well between me and God. I want to invite you to receive him. Lift up your right hand where you are. You want to receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. Just lift it. Just lift it. Just lift it. Just lift it. If your hand is lifted, just come to me. Just come. Step out of where you are. Come to me. We're going to pray together. I saw a couple of hands. Just come. God bless you. Just come to me. Just come. Just come. Let's pray together. Come. Just come. We're going to pray together. God bless you. We're going to pray together. Just come. Just come. You want to pray. I say, I want you to see Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. Just come. We have all vanity. You want to do it also. Just come. Just come. Come and receive him as your Lord and your Savior. Young, old, children, grown-ups. Come and let us pray together. I want you to pray this prayer after me. Just lift up your two hands. Lift up your hands this morning. And say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in your blood cleanse me please write my name in the book of life lord jesus from today you are my savior and you are my lord i thank you for saving me in jesus name father i pray for these two young men let them grow the right way let them grow belonging to you may your name be found in their lips and on their tongues and let them be faithful to you all the days of their life in Jesus' mighty name.
Amen and amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-D-S. God richly bless you.